Hey, Curtis. Hey, Oz. What do you got for us this week? This week, we've got Neighbors plus Perry Mason (laughs) throwing a Victoria's Secret runway meets Surf Ninjas. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This week, we're watching Baywatch the movie. Baywatch. 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 Oh, (laughs) welcome back to Let's Talk About Flicks, the weekly podcast where we take a monthly theme. We're wrapping up this month's theme finally. We are. I know, right? After five five grueling weeks. Uh, Yeah, where we take a weekly or monthly theme and satisfy Mm it. I'm one of your hosts, Oz. I'm the other host, Curtis. And before we get to this romp of a film, let's uh, throw, <laughs> That's a sh- one word. throw a shout out to our Patreon subscribers, Don S., Aaron A., and Mandy K. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, your loyalty is appreciated. Baywatch. Baywatch. Panda watch. <laughs> Panda watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Baywatch. Um, 60% of the time, it works every time. Now, oddly enough, despite the fact that when the show Baywatch came out, it I probably would have been like the target demographic for this show. Yes, like like a like a mid-teen male. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen an episode of it. Oh, Pamela Anderson. Oh, oh, oh. oh Carmen Electra. Oh, Eric Elenak. Yes, me, Blake. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Never seen an episode of the show. I, I, it was one of those shows that I occasionally like had on in the background. Like I, maybe I was like reading a Nintendo Power yeah, or something, right? And, and like Baywatch is out of the background or something. That sounds like a good day, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Dad's gone. Let's open up a Nintendo Power and watch yep. some Baywatch. <laughs> I'll undo the centerfold of the <laughs> Zelda Two <II> Dungeon <laughs> Map <laughs> as I watch Babe Watch. Baywatch. So, um, yeah, Baywatch. It's it was a movie. It was. <laughs> it it by all technicalities was a movie. It it wasn't Wild Wild West. It, no, it was better than Wild Wild West. Yeah. That although that is a very low bar to clear. It is. It is. Um I mentioned uh last week I I had I had fun with this movie, but again, keep in mind this was week 5 of bad movies about TV shows. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I've already removed my brain when this was on. <laughs> I I was not looking for some social commentary or cultural <laughs> impact. It was existential meaning. Yeah, it was like look at all those bronze people that are in yes. way better shape than I'll ever be in. <laughs> uh, and look at them. And uh and it was basically 90 minutes of that. Yeah, and like we talked about last week like we're not old but we're getting older. Yeah. And there, it's it's reaching a point of self-proclaimed ickiness. Uh huh. When when the like the the hot bodies they're running around in movies like to flaunt them for their sexual looking mm-hmm. crowd, whatever. Um, when when they are at an age where I could have taught them. Yeah. 
Like that, then it gets and then it gets weird. And so, or when I compare them and compare again, not not I mean, not that it has anything to do with anything, but it's like when I look at their age in comparison to my or my daughter's age. Sure. It's like which which one is it closer to? Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it's and uh-huh. it's like it makes no difference because I'm watching in the comfort of my own home, and I'm you know a respectable person with morals and whatnot but it's like this is a movie full of people in bikinis yeah. or not bikini well yeah sometimes well some some bikinis yeah and and they they even joke in the movie about how tight their bathing suits are um yeah. so clearly they are put on display yes and i do not consider myself a gross person or a person who even like finds it's like whatever you know it's i don't watch this and be like ooh, finally yeah you know? um but yeah we talked a little bit last week of like the comfortability of watching a movie like this and it's like because these are attractive people they're beautiful yeah, people sure um and it's like but is it okay to admit that they're beautiful people when but when I, I also go ahead sorry go ahead no 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 which is when i when i could have had them sitting in my math class sure I think it's also one thing to be like that is that is a, a beautiful person. It's another thing to be like I am attracted to that person. True. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, beautiful person and sexy person are two different. Yeah. Like adjectives. Yes. And so, but yeah, I mean this this movie, even last week, um, like just full of beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 it's. Um, it's like the bizarro of childhood when you're watching a movie with your parents and then like a sexy scene comes on and uh, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm watching this with my parents, you know, mm-hmm. and flip that now to where like I'm watching a movie like this with, you know, like with my wife and then here are all these slow motion hot bodies running down the beach yeah. and it's like, <laughs> do I watch? Do I look away? Like, I'm not watching a movie doesn't make you unfaithful but it's still at the same time like this is just i'm too old for this i will say the rock is older than us so he is. I, I so i felt fine oogling the rock yeah he's he's not a human the <laughs> rock is not a human being he is a protein digesting machine <laughs> it's just it's just a, a hunk a hunk of meat I, I will admit though with with full like with with Full disclosure, like Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron are gorgeous human beings. Yeah, of course they are. Like, good for them. Like, mm-hmm. to wake up every morning and be like, I I look like Zac Efron would be, it'd be okay. Like, I'm happy with my life now, and I wouldn't change it <laughs> for anything. But, um, you know, I have this kind of very, it, it's a running joke with my wife, but it is not, it's not something that's constant of like, if I woke up in the morning and looked like this person, you know, mm-hmm. like I just woke up and went to the bathroom and looked in the mirror and suddenly I looked like, you know, mid thirties, Brad Pitt. Would I be upset? No. <laughs> fight, cl- fight club, Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah. Would I, would I be upset if I look like fight club, Brad Pitt? No. Would I be upset if I look like Zac Efron in the morning? No, I would not. If I woke up and suddenly there was some like serum I accidentally took that transformed the way I look. <laughs> No, Zac Efron would not be a person I would be like, ah, you know, like Clint Howard, probably. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. I don't know if the same goes the other direction. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> you know, wake up uglier than, than you are. Yeah, yeah, waking up looking like Willem Dafoe. I I wouldn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> With the constant eyes. Yeah, and yeah. Style. Like yeah. no, I wouldn't be like yes. I look like Willem Dafoe. Ah, <laughs> uh, John Lovitz is what I would look like <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and all due respect to those guys, I admire your abilities yes. and and efforts. But um, but yeah, I if I woke up and I'm like, oh man, look at me. Sean Penn. I, I, <laughs> Danny DeVito. Right, yeah. Well, Danny like DeVito current, wouldn't like, be able like, to see the mirror, but... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> if you guys are listening, we apologize. But yes, I think you guys could even be like, yes, Zac Efron is more attractive than I am. Yes, and I think we all agree yeah. Zac Efron is more attractive than any of us. Yeah, it's like good for Zac Efron. So. Yeah, very, very good-looking man. Um, but yeah, so speaking of Zac Efron, he plays yes. two-time Olympian Matt Brody. Nope, nope, nope. Two-time Olympic gold medalist mm-hmm. Matt Brody. The vomit, Brody. The vomit comet himself. Um, <laughs> he, is our, he is our second fiddle in this movie to the Baywatch crew. Mm-hmm. Baywatch consists of Dwayne Johnson as Lieutenant Mitch Buchanan. Lieutenant. Which is funny because it is kind of a running joke through the movie. Lieutenant of what? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, he just gives himself the name Lieutenant. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, other already lifeguarded uh, Kelly Rohrbach yes. as C.J. Parker playing mm-hmm. the Pamela Anderson role. Um. Oh man, I don't know. If Ifnesh Hadera as Stephanie Holden, uh, another lifeguard. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really our three main lifeguards. Then we yes. have our lifeguards in training: Matt mm-hmm. Brody, like we mentioned, um, Alexandria Daddario as Summer Quinn, and John Bass as Ronnie Greenbaum. <laughs> Ronnie Greenbaum rolls off the tongue. Um, mm-hmm. So those are our good guys. Yeah, those are the good guys. Our main bad guy is Priyanka Chopra Jonas as Victoria yep. Leeds. Uh, a role written for a man, but pH balanced for a woman. Ooh, um, I like what you did there. And so, uh, yeah, so she's there. We also have Captain Thorpe, played like by <laughs> Rob Hubel. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Which, he was fine. I like Rob Hubel, but he he, he was, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was a little miscast. Yeah, he was. Like, he no, was. Normally, I, li- I like him, but yeah. He was miscast, but he was whatever. Um, yeah. We've got the only cop in the movie, uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, a Sergeant mm-hmm. Garner Ellerby. Also from the Aquaman movie. Okay. Uh, okay. He's I'm Mantis a... from Aquaman. Yeah, oh, and, and he, okay. And they suspended of shooting on this, but he is going to be Wonder Man in the MCU for the Wonder Man uh, show that they're at Disney Plus show that they're doing. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Oscar Nunez as Councilman Rodriguez. We got as Han- Oscar, as, as Oscar, as Oscar Nunez. Nunez. Yeah, we have Hannibal. The, the, the never aging Oscar he, Nunez. Never. He, he's, he's like in his upper sixties. Yeah. He still looks like he's thirty. Yeah, he still looks like that. Like somewhat yeah. recurring role in Reno Nine One One. That was even before yeah, the exactly. office. Like Oscar uh-huh. Nunez. He's he's taken whatever. Um, whatever, the Paul Rudd, yeah, the Paul, Paul, Rudd's the Paul, out, yeah. Paul Rudd, Keanu Reeves medicine, Tom Cruise medicine. Although Tom Cruise is probably a little work done, but and uh, Hannibal Burris is Dave the Tech. <laughs> Dave the Tech, right? Dave, Dave the Tech 
just because of this. Not like one of those cool like George Miller names that they give in the Mad Max universe, like yeah. Toe Cutter or you know, this is just <laughs> this is just Dave the Tech. Um, Dave the Tech. And it's, it's an old family name, yeah, the, tech. the Tech. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> from a long line of the Tech. And I think I got them all. I mean, we have a I mean, we we have a Pamela Anderson and a David Hasselhoff cameo, but whatever. Sure. Um but that's that's pretty much it. There's a couple mm-hmm. of a couple of henchmen of uh, sure. of summer of Victoria Leeds, but whatever. So yeah, and that is the cast. I'm going to step back and let you unfold this onion of a plot. Uh huh. Yeah, it's many many layers to this plot. Uh, we open with Mitch, rock the Dwayne Johnson, saving a windsurfer who hits his head, demonstrating how effective of a Baywatch lifeguard he is. His- everyone everyone loves Mitch. Uh, Every- he walks down the beach. Everybody knows Mitch. Everybody, yeah, he knows everybody. Everybody knows him. Uh, he's bragging about how big his <clears throat> is uh, as he saves everyone. Lots of f voids in this movie, yeah. guys, and a lot and that- a lot of self referential sexual comments in this movie. Uh huh. I think probably one of the things that people found very jarring about this, similar to last week's yeah. movie, Dukes, Dukes of Hazard, uh, a lot more crass mm-hmm. than the original Baywatch show. Yeah, we got to get that R rating. Well, and and yes. honestly, like, I feel like remakes of older TV shows like this are like the inverse of horror movies. And horror movies, they're trying to get a PG thirteen rating so we can get younger kids in the seats. But I, mm-hmm. but honestly, I think with movies like this. And like last week's Dukes of Hazzard, they're like, the people who watch those shows are rated R people. Like, they're old enough to go see a rated R movie. Yeah. We're not going to get PG-13 kids in, although they probably would have gotten PG-13 boys in the seats for this movie. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah. we might as well crank it up because we're not going to bring in the, the under 18 crowd because they don't know what Baywatch is. They don't know what Dukes yeah. of Hazard is. So let's just bring it in. So Mitch comes across a kid on the beach playing with a bag of drugs. That's that's what was it? Flocka. Flocka. Something he just knew the name of. Yes. Apparently, it's a there's a big Flocka problem yeah. on, on the Baywatch beach. Yeah. Uh, he then, not so coincidentally, meets with the new private beach club owner, the Hunt Club owner, Victoria Leeds, played by uh, by Miss Jonas herself. Um, so. They introduce her early on, and probably not so coincidentally, right after he finds the flock up. Yeah. Uh, we meet Ronnie and Dave. <laughs> They're flying a drone. Uh, Ronnie is taken aback by CJ, who's running in slow motion. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of running in slow motion. Yes. Uh, Matt Brody, Zach Efron's character, then pulls up on his motorcycle. Uh, he's jacked, by the way. Oh, in this movie. yes. Oh, my God goodness is yeah. he is he jacked for this movie right like he like we expect um Dwayne Johnson to be jacked and he is yeah. but I would arguably say like just physique wise Zach Efron is in better shape than he's probably more more cut by far I mean you see like all eight abs like yeah <laughs> and I think those eight abs have eight abs they, they do own. yeah they're like there's six sixty four abs <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh, he he hits on Summer, who walks by, and she just just is dismisses him right away. Uh, Ronnie is applying to uh, to be a lifeguard, to be a ba- on the Baywatch team for the third time. Uh, he's made fun of by a bro dude due, due to Ronnie's Zane. incredibly yeah. yes, Zane due to Ronnie's incredibly hairy nips. Um, 
some kind of 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 odd hair like male hair pattern perfectly round hairy very very <laughs> round <laughs> uh stephanie another lifeguard again as you mentioned before she's kind of the second in command mm-hmm. uh, to lieutenant mitch <laughs> so she just gets rid of zane like we don't talk yeah. about each other that yep. way here. we're family so, yeah good for her um mitch uh talks to or mitch and stephanie shake down matt and he says i'm already on the team i'm already on there i'm, I'm a two-time olympic gold medalist yeah, the, and they're like yeah i'm a fast swimmer uh-huh therefore a good lifeguard uh, Ronnie then chokes on something. Uh, CJ saves him, and some—I <laughs> I don't know if I'll use the word hilarity, but um, again, Ronnie likes CJ. Yeah, he finds her very attractive, and so uh, he—I would say his body has an involuntary response yeah. to uh, to <laughs> to her saving him. Yeah, that Dave the tech points out. <laughs> yes, uh, he then um, to hide his involuntary response just falls forward onto like like a like a wooden beach chair with slats yeah frank and his we get a franks and beans episode yes here. his his on his involuntary response gets caught between the slats <laughs> you get the beans above the frank <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh, i don't know how he did it like he he got the total package trapped yeah, wedged <laughs> and of course like he it the, he couldn't just voluntarily no do anything about his involuntary response one would think though when getting that trapped you wouldn't even have to think about it you probably just deflate <laughs> like i would i would think that like boy you, you keep keeping that going huh <laughs> like, i i got a feeling he got kind of got stuck in his own head and like it's one of those like don't think about oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> more blood rushing don't think about it yes yeah don't don't think about this cj didn't exactly leave or make it better either yes yeah yeah she stuck around which probably didn't help i i really i found the cj ronnie stuff charming yes i i did as well just because they on on paper like you look at these two you're like, no that doesn't work but yeah I, I liked it. Well, it, and and she was a, like a genuinely nicer yeah, kind of she character, really was. and she didn't just dismiss him. Right. Like Ronnie um, was accepted by everybody but the bros. Like yes. Like Zane, and then they just quickly shot that down. Like I did. I I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we then see Mitch meeting with Captain Thorpe, Rob Hoibel's character. He's the head of I think Parks and Rec or something. <laughs> Probably. And I don't know. Yeah. It's like Parks and Rec and police, whatever. Uh, we we get to know the Matt character a little bit more. Uh, the the the, the uh, what what was it the the, the yeah the, the vomit vomit comet. So yeah, we we watched that clip of him at the Olympics puking in the pool. I really dur- like. Go ahead. During during a relay race, yeah, so he I, won the individual contests, but but he didn't put as much effort or <laughs> or care into the team contest. I go ahead. I like Zac Efron as an actor. I like that he his persona doesn't like his human like his his own personal mm-hmm. like makeup doesn't appear to fit his look like yeah. he has no problem poking fun at himself i think he just he just has fun like i really like those throwback scenes where he's being interviewed at the olympics and he, he's got like he's got like the grill in yeah. and it's, uh-huh. it's just it's like he just leans he, i i just <laughs> i have a lot of respect for that when you don't take yourself so seriously yeah. that you're like, let's just just have fun. Yeah, you know, he just he does he has fun. Well, and and I did take down a little quote during one of those scenes where they're watching him at the Olympics being interviewed by by you know a broadcaster, and and 
the the, the interviewer gets frustrated with him uh-huh. and just says, "Are you dyslexic?" And he goes, "No, I'm Caucasian." <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he's just dumb. Yeah, he's not a bright person, which, which, and, he's prob- and he's probably also high yeah, on something yeah, there, too. because, and it, that was almost like a disconnect, though, because really the Matt Brody we see in real time in the movie, like, he seems in over his head, but he never really comes off as, as dumb. No. He's just... Very very, very self-loathing. Yes, just unprepared for what... This would be a piece yeah. of cake. I'm an Olympic swimmer. I could be a lifeguard. Yeah. Underestimating very, what, mm-hmm. what especially very, Baywatch has to do. Yeah, very entitled. Yeah. Very entitled but self-loathing. I do want to get to this uh, real quick, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I meant to mention it earlier. I'm sure you saw it, too. Um, half of the story writers on this movie were Thomas Lennon and uh-huh. Robert oh, Ben that's right. I had that in my notes earlier, and I forgot to mention it. So, yeah, the Reno 911s yeah. themselves. Yeah. So, th- again, just like last week... These guys know funny. Mm-hmm. Like, they are hilarious people. So yeah, so the parts of this movie that work... Are probably them. Are pr- pr- probably <laughs> right. due, yeah. due to them, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thorpe makes Mitch hire Matt. So they, so you gotta, you got to hire Brody. Yeah. He's on. He's good, P- uh, is, is good PR. Yeah, exactly. Because they need PR for some reason. <laughs> for, for, yeah. For Baywatch. When, when Mitch can walk around and literally everyone knows who he is... Yeah. yeah, and we dress everybody else in super tight swimwear. It's like, well, we need good public relations. Yeah, isn't saving lives good PR for <laughs> <laughs> uh, leads? Uh, so the Chopra character meets with with the council. I'm just going to call him Councilman Nunez. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't even take down what his name was. Martinez Os- Rodriguez. Rodriguez, okay, meets with Oscar Nunez, yeah. Rodriguez, whatever. Whatever. Uh, he's he's a councilman. He says he almost has all of the other councilmen. Uh, on board to sign off on her terms again this is just like dukes of hazard yep. this is another r- real estate heist where like again the bad guy mechanism is we're here to to take your land right <laughs> to, to open a rich person something or other so that that's it she pays him off with an expensive watch uh back on the beach thorpe is across, addressing the crowd says baywatch has three open spots uh, you know they're the elite of the elite uh, they hold trials for hundreds of new candidates, including Matt, Summer, and Ronnie. Um, m- let's see. Um, Mitch challenges Matt to, like, the real challenge course. They're literally carrying refrigerators over their shoulders. Right. Yeah. Like, after he already does, like, this American Ninja Warrior course. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, yeah, let's roll tires and carry two refrigerators. <laughs> like, yeah. Because this is Baywatch. <laughs> We deliver appliances in uh, on our yeah. on our days off. <laughs> I'm assuming there was ice already, fresh ice made in the ice maker yeah, as well. Those are keg fridges, <laughs> French doors. Those yeah. are harder to carry. Right. <laughs> uh, there's then as the, as this winds down, uh, two kids and a mom fall off a pier, and so the Baywatch team springs into action. Matt tries to help, but kind of gets in the way. Uh, so despite all that, they announced that that Matt, Summer, and Ronnie all make the team. They gave it. A, they gave a spot to Ronnie Oz because, as Mitch says, he's got heart. He knows how to be a team player, and he's got heart. Uh, Leeds then pulls up uh, on the beach, right on the beach, uh, invites the whole team to her to her club. Uh, Brody looks looks through a social me- some social meds, kind of ridiculing his fall from grace. Um, Brody ends up crashing at a cot at Mitch's, uh, and CJ and Ronnie bond over a CPR mannequin. So CJ and Ronnie are are starting to get to know each yeah, other a little right. a little bit better. 
uh, Oscar Nunez then says uh, there's another scene between him and Leeds where I'm still working on the votes. And she's like, I thought you had the votes. And he and then he's like, well, you know what? I got some dirt on you. Yeah. I know you're dealing Flacco. So I wonder if anything bad is going to happen to Oscar Nunez. Uh, no, she's completely going to back off and, and abandon yep. her plans. Yep, that that's what will happen because that's what happens in these movies. Uh, on the on the beach, they get a code that a boat is on fire. Uh, we get some terrible green screen with yeah. Jack Efron ho- holding onto the rock on a, on a jet ski on their way out there. Uh, Mitch gets on the boat, dives underneath like the water that's on fire from like from the gasoline. Uh, some terrible dialogue as they save the people. Brody goes to dive under the fire, gets trapped. They have to save him. Turns out Oscar Nunez was on the boat, and Oz, he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Uh, a couple of the survivors on the boat uh, have Flocka on them, and she says, I came up the stairs on the boat, and the boat was already on fire. Uh, back on the beach, Officer Ellerby, so the one police officer in the movie, and Mitch squabble more about jur- jurisdiction. And I will say, Officer Ellerby uh, has a point here. A very good point. You, you're not police. Stop investigating. Yeah. yeah. You're just a guy. <laughs> I feel investigating like I, another guy. Yeah. I, I I feel like Ellerby's character was there to kind of poke fun at the whole Baywatch show. Yes, yes, I would. Of agree. like your lifeguards, <laughs> let us police. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another semi fun scene where uh, Ronnie is showering. There, there's co-ed showers. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he's showering completely naked. CJ comes up and says, "It's a co-ed shower, but we leave our suits on." Yeah. <laughs> And he's, what was he singing? He was singing, like, Fireworks or something by, you know, Katy Perry. Like, he was singing, yeah. he was singing a song you wouldn't typically think a guy would be yeah. singing in the shower. Yeah, just by himself with no music playing. Uh, Mitch tells the others he suspects that Leeds is dealing flock, is it, yeah, Flocka. Flocka. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna go to the club and investigate, despite the fact that he's been told by the police not to. Right. <laughs> and, and Brody, and Brody, and Brody even says, like, isn't this a job for the police? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's totally like, let them do the work. Yes, it's their job, not ours. Uh, at the club, Leeds butters up Brody, and she, she's kind of, you know, the devil on his shoulder, telling him, you know, Mitch is threatened by you, pits him against each other. You should be lieutenant, not him. Again, what what does it mean to be lieutenant? <laughs> yeah, lieutenant and, of what? <laughs> I know, and how how many lifeguards are there? Are there just three? Because we only see the three plus the three trainees. But yeah. Who who's guarding the beach during lifeguard tryouts? <laughs> like they, I just it's, I wondered that multiple times. I'm like, you guys work all day every day. Uh huh. <laughs> like, Seven days a week. No wonder you're wanting three new recruits. Like <laughs> yeah. Sun up to sundown. Dawn and to dusk. When, yeah. When then when you have the three recruits, they work the same shift you work. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Summer and Brody have a moment. He reveals he grew up in foster care. So poor Brody. He actually, uh, said, but he mentioned he liked it. Like he didn't mind it. Yeah. He said it was kind of cool because one of the houses he stayed at had a pool, and if it wasn't for foster care, he probably would have never gotten into swimming, which means he never would have been an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, never would have been the vomit comet. Thanks, thanks <laughs> foster care. Yeah. Uh, Mitch says he needs at the, at the still at this party at the club needs Ronnie to cause a distraction so he gets on the mic and starts dancing for leads while Steph and Mitch snoop 
uh, for drugs. Leeds knows what Ronnie's doing, by the way. She she oh, sniffs yeah. it out right away. Yeah. She's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, and, Mitch and Brody also have an argument, and he ends up falling in the pool while Summer sadly looks on. Uh, the next day, Leeds' goons throw a throw a dead chum-covered Dave in the ocean because yeah, he they th- also threatened to blackmail Leeds. Poor Hannibal Burris. He yeah. deserve that. No. <laughs> it, it was kind of... I mean, it was a great idea. Let's kill yeah. him and then chum him and let the sharks get him. Yeah. One would think the sharks would have gotten more of him than they did, but... I don't know much about sharks. I don't watch Shark Week. <laughs> Think of Step Brothers. Why are you so, are you so sweaty? <laughs> watch Tops. <laughs> shark, Dad, it's Shark Week. <laughs> I love Step Brothers. Uh, Brody goes to apologize to Mitch the next day. He believes Mitch's theories about leads. Like, there's something to it. So Brody, Mitch, and Summer sneak into the morgue to investigate Oscar Nunez's body. And they find out that, according to the file there, his neck was broken before he died, Oz. Oh, no. I didn't see that coming. Nefariousness. Thankfully, uh, so people su- come- thank- yeah, uh, thankfully, Summer knows more about neck injuries than she let on. Because yeah, we're talking about, she, it's been broke, these certain vertebrae have been broken, and she was like, you could do this and not break your neck, and it's like, yeah, yeah she summer. took like a, she, t- she took like a, like a, like a CPR 101 course, and now yep. she knows hu- human anatomy inside and out. It's all it takes. Uh, a couple of leads as goons come, they see him coming, so they hide in the morgue drawers. While they, while the, uh, the goons come in to switch out the paperwork about the cause of death. Uh, while they're in the drawers, uh, some necrotic fat from, from another corpse starts dripping in Brody's mouth. This was kind and of so, fun. <laughs> yeah. So, so he gives himself away. He's like, I can't do this. Yeah, he opens I'm up the out. drawer and it, it gets out. Uh, Summer records on her phone, gets a video recording of the goons like basically saying their plan out loud. Uh, there's a big foot chase and blah blah blah. They end up smashing her phone, getting away, but whatever. Yeah. They lose the evidence. Ellerby and Thorpe chew them out. You're just lifeguards. Stop investigating. That that foot chase was really boring. Yeah, it was. It was it like was they had all dull. like the quick cuts and you know like quick edits yeah. that that you would have in that. But it's like it's a foot chase. Yeah. You know, like that's all it was. It was just really boring. Yeah, it was a bad foot chase. Uh, of course, Mitch and Brody keep investigating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, right. They deduce that the Hunt, Huntley Club's seafood suppliers are smuggling in the drugs, so they sneak back into the club. Mitch is a chef, and Brody in drag. Because that's funny. Yep. Uh, and this movie's only six years old. Um, Mitch calls Ellerby and Thorpe, hey, we found drugs, and again, they tell him, stop, it's not your job. Uh, at the same time, though, other cops are fishing Dave's corpse out of the water, uh, and Thorpe chews out Mitch for not being at his post while Dave's corpse was found, thinking that he was a shark attack victim, right. and that he died on on Mitch's watch while Mitch wasn't there. So Thorpe fires Mitch as and puts Brody in charge. That's right. Takes his keys to Shack One. <laughs> we then have a, I'm not going to say a fun, I'm going to say a fun ish 
sequence of Mitch working at a Sprint phone store <laughs> while while say you say me while Lionel yeah. Richie is playing <laughs> in the background. Uh, original Mitch, OG Mitch, David Hasselhoff uh, then shows up at the store confronting new Mitch about how far he's fallen and tells him the Bane needs you. Yep. I it's feel true. inspired. It, it did. I, I'm going to leave my post and go get a Baywatch job. Yeah. <laughs> so Brody basically goes back to Ellerby's office, steals some files about Dave's death. Uh, Summer looks at the photos of Dave's corpse and says, those wounds aren't shark bites because Summer, again, is yeah. a master of biology and anatomy. She knows. Mm-hmm. Ronnie says, I knew Dave. They were, We worked tech together at the Huntley Club. So Ronnie breaks into the Huntley Club servers <laughs> and right there finds all sorts of drug evidence uh, and her real estate acquisition plans right there. I'm assuming yep. that uh, on the Huntley Club servers, there's just an open like Microsoft Word file like detailing these plans. Right. Yeah. With pictures, pictures of the drug evidence. Yeah, and the synopsis of the business plan. Yes. <laughs> uh, Brody says, "Hey, there's going to be a party on Leeds's boat. On that last real estate holdout is there. So there's another guy who's not selling. Yeah. So." We're going to attend, we're going to find the Flocka, and we're going to save the other guy. So we're we're in Act 3, Oz. We're in the climactic oh, yeah. scene here. Brody, using his swimming skills, his Olympic swimming skills, swims under the boat and finds hidden drugs oh, in a secret it. compartment underneath the boat. He tells Summer to contact Mitch. Ronnie, CJ, and Stephanie find the real estate, the last guy tied up, Summer knocks out a guard, Leeds and her men capture Brody and put him in a cage on a smaller boat. Leeds reveals she bribed Thorpe and got Mitch fired. No way, Oz. Didn't see that coming. I saw I thought Thorpe was straight as an arrow the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Leeds and her goons then push the cage in with Brody inside into the water. Uh he imagines Summer. He sees Summer coming to rescue him blowing air into his mouth while uh, while how deep is your love plays turns out uh his imagination was playing tricks on him it's actually mitch doing that thankfully because mitch it's... knew the, uh, granted lots of this movie were a stretch but yeah for mitch to know exactly where this cage was underwater on a dark night it was like okay yeah and to dive in without the goons seeing him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rode up on a jet ski, unannounced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, a gunfight uh, breaks out. A helicopter arrives uh, for Leeds to escape on. Uh, CJ and Ronnie shoot off a bunch of fireworks on the yacht to kind of distract them uh, and delay the helicopter. CJ passionately kisses Ronnie and calls him the tech guy. Yeah. Good for Ronnie. Good, yeah, good for CJ, too. Mm-hmm. And she's got her tech guy. Uh, Mitch and Brody take out the goons. Leeds shoots Mitch. Uh, he no-sells it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, like, like Hogan sh shaking Ex off punches. Exactly. You were just shot. Look, I know that you are just a walking muscle, but yeah. even muscle density is not going to like <laughs> stop a bullet from penetration. Uh -huh. Uh, Leeds holds a gun on Brody. Uh, Mitch ends up blowing up Leeds with a giant fireworks cannon. Turns out that 
part of the reason Mitch no sold the, the the bullet wound is because he had sedated himself with with a like, oh, that's poison right. sea urchin. That's right. I yeah, that was uh yeah, that that was your MacGuffin from way early in the movie. Yeah. Don't step on that uh, urchin, it's poisonous. Yeah. Brody punches out Thorpe, Thorpe's arrested, Ellerby's like, you know what, you're okay with me. Yeah. Uh the next day we get our epilogue scene here, Oz. Ronnie wakes up to CJ putting her shirt back on and making him breakfast. Uh, Brody and Summer Kiss. Mitch introduces their new captain, Casey Jean, played by Pamela Anderson herself. I think the way they shot it, it looked like she wasn't actually there. I agree. I I think they, they green-screened her into this Yeah, shot. I agree. And she had no, no lines. Really didn't even look at the camera. Like, yeah. it was... Yeah, I agree. It was like, sh- there was, she is, everyone. It was, it was weird. She refuses uh, to be on set, but she's here. Yeah. It ends with them all bouncing in slow motion. Uh, and then there's a mid credit scene where the two Mitches share beers. And yeah. that's it. That's, that's it. That's 2017's Thomas Lennon, Robert Ben Garant written Baywatch. <laughs> directed, so, by folks, Seth, directed by Seth Gordon. Not Seth Gordon Green. <laughs> no, 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 not him. Or even Seth Green. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, Gor- Seth Gordon grew up in Evanston, Illinois. Oh, good for him. And then went to Yale. <laughs> wow, highly educated. And then no left. This film turned out so well. And then left Yale to teach high school for six months in Kenya. <laughs> and then found <laughs> himself interesting track record. <laughs> no kidding. And then he he directed uh, the King of Kong. That's why I knew that name. That was okay. that King. That was that Donkey Kong documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. It all checks out now. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, well hey, at this, this point in the show, folks, Oz and I each give our own unique rating to, fi- to the film we've been yapping about, in this case, Baywatch. Oz, how would you rate this flick? I'm going to give this uh, just five lifeguards. Five lifeguards? Yeah. That's more than they, had, right. on, more than they had on staff. <laughs> That's true. So, five lifeguards. What do you got? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with sea p- three poisonous sea urchins. Okay, that's fair. So, three poisonous sea urchins. This movie wouldn't have worked without that poison sea urchin. Right. That everything hinged around that sea urchin. It was one of those when they showed it at the beginning. It's like, all right, that's gonna come back later. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't show that in a movie without it ha- coming back later. Exactly. Next up, folks, we got outside insight. Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs searching for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones and we hope they tickle yours as well oz what is your outside insight um i have a five-star review by caitlin left eight days ago she says eight days oh wow she says seen loads of times but really like this film (laughs) and zach efron is so fit in it Also, Ronnie looks like a chubby Cole Sprouse, and I've never noticed it before. I still don't really get the film, LOL, but it's funny. I just don't know what Priyanka Chopra is up to in it, but I really like the film. It's funny. (laughs) I don't get Baywatch. (laughs) I've seen it loads of times. I don't know what it's about. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the villain's up to, but this movie is funny. (laughs) Thanks, Caitlin. How do you not understand this movie? I don't know. After I I got it after one viewing. Yeah. Caitlin's seen it loads of times. 
for reference, her letterbox like avatar is a Bratz doll. So <laughs> there you go. Zach That's, Efron yeah. is so fit, and Ronnie looks like a chubby Cole Sprouse. That so she's, fit. And I've never noticed it before after loads of time seeing this movie. Mm, loads. Yep. Kate <laughs> Caitlin probably works at a vape store. Because <laughs> it's fun. It's so. fun. I don't get it, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And he's, he's God, so fit. People look like dragons when they leave my store. <laughs> <laughs> and dragons are cool. Dragons. That's all. All right, that's my outside insight. What do you got? Uh, mine is a 10 out of 10 review from the Internet Movie Database from Irvin Lesh. Oh. <laughs> the Irvin Lesh. Left in May 2017. So, again, I think this person ran out of the theater to, to go home and uh, type up a review for this film. Uh, honestly, I am not sure why people are, are bagging on this film. It's great. The plot is fun and runs smoothly. <laughs> uh, some of the jokes are actually great and unexpected. Others are cheesy on purpose. Dwayne Johnson knocks it out of the park on this one. All of the cast has character, and none of them are neglected. I'd recommend it to everybody. Don't listen to the useless critics and pointless user reviewers with super over-the-top movie standards. If you want to relax, laugh, watch this film. If you want to come in with a microscope and overanalyze something in a way it wasn't meant to be analyzed, just don't come to ruin it for others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Don't talk about it. You're going to ruin it for me. God, I like it. I don't want to look at it through microscope. Microscope and your science film reviewers. Let Summer handle the science. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. Right. Knows the difference between a shark bite and a knife wound. She took Bio 2 in high school. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God, yeah. All right, well, hey, folks, it's that time of the show you've all been waiting for, the 3 2, one our signature segment, in which Oz and I each take three goods, two bads, and one huh about the film in question, in this case, 2017's masterpiece, Baywatch. Oz, what are your three goods? Uh, my first one is, like, Zac Efron's character being called everything but Brody in the movie. Sure, that the running that running gag, and and it did get old. But I did read in the trivia that apparently Zac Efron was the one feeding all of the insults to Dwayne sure. Johnson to tell back to him, which then made some of them kind of funny because once you realize it was more self-deprecation humor, it was sure. like oh, okay, that's that's but, fun. It's a little different spin on it. Yeah. Calling him Bieber, calling him at one point he called him High School Musical, which yeah, which, which yeah, is, that one is just yeah. funny. <laughs> knowing he was in High School Musicals, at, at one point he should have just like, hey Zach Efron, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's my first. My second one is the production value. This movie looked great. Yeah. Um like it, you could tell that the budget was high. They spared no mm -hmm. expense, and and it showed the movie. The movie really popped. Like it, it looked, it looked clean. It was, it was just a great looking film. Mm -hmm. uh, and three, uh, I really like the Ronnie character. Um, <laughs> they set him up somewhat early to be the gag, yeah, and then saved him from being that gag. Like 
you know, early on in the CJ stuff, you know, when he was raging and, yeah. um, it was like, it was funny. And then when he's in line for lifeguard training for the third time and, and like Stephanie calls out Zane. Yeah. And it's like, they realize that, look, he hasn't even made the team, but we're still protective of, of who he, and then yeah, they, they, they treat him with dignity. They really did. And then the whole rest of the movie, he was dignified. Like he yeah. was a part of the team. Brody was the joke. Yeah. And he, you know, and so I really like that. And of course, then he gets the girl and she like genuinely likes him. And mm -hmm. it was like, good for you, Ronnie. Like, um, as, as goofy as some of the stuff was in the movie, uh, like we even talked pre-show that with a movie like this, especially rated R, there were no boobs in this movie. Yeah. Um, there was no exposed breasts, but there was one one exposed male private area yeah and one highly defined private male area <laughs> um and so it's like it was just kind of fun because it's like they easily could have taken the hard r route in a yeah in a beach movie but there were yeah. there was no breasts and yeah so, made it more of like a sex rock yeah, kind of yeah, yeah and and i'm glad they didn't because it, it would have really detracted from the film and yeah. so those are my three goods uh, my three goods, uh, first of all, every, I, as we kind of open with, everyone's just very pretty. Lots of very yeah. pretty people. Yeah, I mean, I it and, and, and I mentioned that in the sense that, like, it's sort of the callback to the show. Yes. You know, where everyone in that show, you know, just very pretty people. So it continues that through line of you can't be a lifeguard at Baywatch. Well, well <laughs> until Ronnie comes along, unless you're incredibly attractive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where uh, they kind of bucked that a little. It's like yes, they owned yes. it up until Ronnie was the last one to be brought on the team. And then it yeah. was almost like, see, you can be, anybody can be. A any, yeah, anyone can wear the mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyone can be, can be gorgeous and right. be a lifeguard. Or not. Right. Uh, so that's my first good. My second is uh, <laughs> kind of a dumb gag, but uh, in... In the Rock's apartment, in uh, Mitch's apartment, <laughs> yeah. and in his fish tank, yeah. he has a little, a little mini figure of himself, right? Called Little Mitch, yeah. And and again, Brody is crashing at at Mitch's place, and every time he looks at at the fish tank, Little Mitch is in a different pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I found that kind of kind of funny too. Just get, get dumb, but just kind of like, all right, that yeah. is kind of funny. Just a little quick throwaway gag. Yeah. So so Little Mitch in the fish tank. Is, is my second good, and my third good is the 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 vomiting in the pool scene. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Where yeah, where where Brody is is just again, it's 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 them. It's was it Mitch and uh, Thorpe watching the footage yeah. of him from of Brody from the Olympics, and him swimming swimming down like the lane in the pool. There's just this green streak yeah. behind yeah. him. <laughs> so I, I found that to be uh, humorous as well. Just the sight gag of someone swimming in a down a streak of their own vomit in a pool. Right. So those are my three goods, Oz. What are your two bads? Uh, my first one is, aside from like the villains at the end of the movie, there's there's two murders in this movie, and they're both comedians. Like, yeah. <laughs> like why? So my first bad is just the killing comedians. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like, even though Oscar Nunez's character was not a comedic role in this movie, like, Hannibal Burris is just funny anyway. And it's like, so when I saw these two in the cast, I'm like, oh, I like those guys. And then mm. they were dead. And then I was sad. And that, <laughs> I was like, oh, I like Hannibal Burris. He's just... I know. 
Yeah, at the same time, I was like, oh, man, I didn't have to kill Hannibal Burris. I know, it's like, oh, bummer. So uh, that that's my first bad. It's just like the the two murder targets uh, for leads happened to be like two people I was excited to see in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then my second bad was something that happened a handful of times. It was enough that it, it kind of it took me out of the moment is like clearly we've got these lifeguards doing police work. And knowing they're, you know, they're like infiltrating the morgue and it's like all these places they shouldn't be. Um, and it's like they're taking on like these super serious plot development things. And then it seems like every scene they were doing this in, they stopped to do something dumb. Like, yeah. And especially like in the morgue where they're checking out Rodriguez's body and meanwhile, it's like they know they're running against the clock until someone comes in. And then Mitch has got Brody doing this. Well, ch- check under check under his guy, you know. Yeah. And it's and and then he's taking pictures of it. And it's like, it's for me. It's like that just goes completely against his Mitch's character. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be you're like you're the ringleader of this. Life you're go- the guy who wants to do this yeah. investigating. Yeah, like you're like Summer's doing lookout and taking it seriously. You know, Brody is doing what Mitch is telling him to do, even though he doesn't want to do it. And the whole time Mitch has got him doing this stuff as a gag. Yeah. And it just and it just really ran against that character. Uh it wasn't as bad in the other parts, but there were still parts where I'm like, why are you breaking now to do a joke? Like Yeah. That's a, yeah, it was out of very out of character. Like this, this is a serious like moment in the movie and you're making a gag and it just didn't fit. So that's my second bad was this sure stopping to mess around during a serious, like a serious point in the film. Yeah. So what are, what are your two bads? My two bads. And I kind of mentioned this one earlier, like Zach Efron and drag, like, ha ha it's there. There he is. Yeah, He's yeah. wearing women's clothes. And that's funny because it's a man wearing women's clothes and eh, come on. This this movie should have known better based on on yeah. who wrote this right. and even when it came out, you know, like again, not that it excuses anything from Wild Wild West, but like that was from nineteen ninety nine, still terrible. Yeah, but like it wasn't as um, con- you know, as um, railed against at that point. And you know, twenty seventeen, come on, you you know better. And for um, and for what it's you and I are not against that culture. Yeah, like like. There are people that that is who they are. The mm-hmm. the, the RuPaul's Drag Race, and yeah. it's like that's that's wonderful. It's 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 but and and so to those people do it for fun, and they do it because that's who they are. Like they're making yeah, or, or a spectacle a, yeah, of it or, or, in the show as and, a part as a part of their identity, right? Yeah. Which is great. And it, so to see a movie like this take that and just be like, well, look, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny when no, it's no. funny when Zac Efron does it. No, it's not. It's, like, not really. It's really not. No. This this and again, this should have they right. should have known better. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, big bad for that one. Uh my second bad, and again I sort of uh, alluded to this earlier as well, but like it's another movie in which the entire like bad guy plot revolves around land acquisition. Right. <laughs> like like it you know, it's like I guess like, start calling like like Remax yeah. or like Century Twenty One <laughs> right. should, should be should be like 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 producers of these films because a lot of <laughs> right. them, and again last week's Dukes of Hazard yeah. same oh, thing yeah. they're they're trying to take the land from the good guys so the bad guys can make money off of it and like okay like it's just uh, like there's got to be another way you can 
you know, you could create tension and create the conflict point that you need to. Without having to be like, I'm going to take over the bay. I'm going to take over the county. Yeah. Like you met, gonna, like I'm, you mentioned pre-show, I'm going to take over the local rec center. Yeah, exactly. Unless you guys have a dance-off. Those teens won't have a place to go and hang out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to turn it into a gap. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where they could shop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's another bad. It's just the same recycled like conflict point. All right, hey Oz, what's your one huh for Baywatch? Um, even though we missed it last week, and we really haven't seen it a lot this month, we will see it next month when we get to our next theme. Um, but why do these film remakes feel like like it's necessary to drop? OG cast cameos. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I had that as one of my bad possibilities. Just clearly shoehorning them in to be like, look, there's David Hasselhoff. He's right there. And it's like he's not playing a character. He's just he's playing David Hasselhoff. He's just there because, well, he was in Baywatch, and people are gonna love it if we bring it back. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, look, like we already have a CJ character, so we can't call Pamela Anderson CJ. But we'll call her Casey Jean. Like, there she is. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, I just, there, I don't, maybe it's just, it doesn't work for me. I don't know who you're servicing with this. Yeah. Like, like our real Baywatch fan, like fans of the show watching this going, this movie, this movie sucks. Where's David? Ha- oh, there's David Hasselhoff. Totally redeemed yourself. This movie's great now. Like that—that's—that's that's the linchpin. There's ten, 10 seconds left in the film. I better get some Pam Anderson. But it's like that's the linchpin that holds this yeah. all together. Is the cast cameos? No, sorry. So that—that's my hunt. Why? Sure. Why do you got to shoehorn in the cameos? Just because. Yeah. So what's your hunt? Uh, I got two possible hunts. I'll just go ahead and share them both go here. For it. First one is uh, when did like when did Ronnie shave his nips? Yeah, <laughs> like that was a huge gag early in the film, and then all of a sudden they're just gone. Which I don't, like, I don't blame him for shaving them. No, no, no. Yeah, agreed completely. Yeah, they needed to be shaved, but then like they're there, and then they're not. Right. I thought it would have been funnier if, if he just kept it. Uh, yeah, like and then never brought attention to it again. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> they accept his hair yeah, circular. Like, there he is, pepperoni guy. Yeah, <laughs> just let him go. <laughs> it did. They look like they look like little hairy, yeah. little hairy coasters. Yeah, they they accepted everything else about yeah. about Ronnie except his hairy nips. CJ well. certainly did. Uh huh. Maybe she would have even liked him with the hairy nips. Possibly. Uh, my other huh is um, after Mitch basically kills Leeds, wouldn't he be arrested at least for like manslaughter? Nope. He's <laughs> lieutenant. <laughs> he is a lieutenant. He killed a person. Blew her up with a Roman candle. <laughs> Literally blew her up. At minimum, that's manslaughter, if not murder. Right. That's true. So, I, I I overlooked that fact. <laughs> so it's like you kill the bad yeah. guy, you're fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah. I would think LRB would also be arresting Mitch at the end for blowing a person up, or at least having a conversation about it. Like yeah. Like even if you're not going to arrest him, like bring it up as a like a joke of like you know. She murdered those guys, but you know you killed her, right? 
Yeah, well, and then you know, pat him on the back. We'll talk about that later, LRB. You yeah. know, well, I was def- it was def- in defense of the bay. Yeah, <laughs> for the bay, <laughs> I did it for the bay. <laughs> the bay needs you. You know, OG Mitch told me the bay needs it's true. me. True, so. I had a keychain. <laughs> so yeah, so Mitch should have been arrested for manslaughter. Oh, is, yeah. is my other yes, law. he should have been. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, folks, that was 2017's Baywatch. And Oz, we are done oh. with bad movies based on TV shows month. Yes, we are. Five A weeks. Five-weeker. Five oh. Well, we made it. We did. We, we survived. And uh, let's reward ourselves, shall we? Yes. Let's, uh, let's watch. Let's do some, something completely different yeah. next oh, month. Oh, absolutely. A whole different theme. Going in a whole other direction. Um, yes. After we need a palate cleanser. So yeah. we're going to shift, and we're going to spend the month of July talking about good movies based on TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> changed one word yeah. in the <laughs> but some, But completely changed the projection of what we'll be watching for the yes, next yes. four weeks. Um, and, and, and looking at our lineup, these are kind of good, you know, there's a couple, I would say a couple great movies. Oh, yeah. And there's a couple good ones. Yeah. But this yeah. is good movies, basically. It is on. good. It, it is good. And so. we've got we've got room for change if we want it. But, yes. um, but, but next week is locked in because we're about to announce it. Next yeah. week will be my, we'll go back uh-huh. to my plot. And, and a very good movie. And we're going to, we're going to cover uh, the, the 21 Jump Street movie. 21 Jump Street which uh, is another show I've not seen a single episode of same I've seen like bit like five yeah. minutes here five minutes I'm, I've never seen an entire episode I'm aware Johnny Depp was in the was in the show that's yeah and it's uh, like a undercover cop thing with yeah. sexy cops and I, yeah. I don't pretending pretending to be younger than yeah are like and, I, I really have yeah. no premise no idea what the show is about outside <laughs> of what the movie is about which is Undercover cops acting younger than they are. Uh, 38 Jump Street. Yeah. Wait, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, this movie is a ton of fun. Like, yeah. it, it's a really fun movie. I will admit when it came out, I was a little iffy uh, just because I was unsure at that time of Channing Tatum's comedy chops. Um, yeah. But he's got them. Like, yeah. he, he's got them in spades. And so... Yeah. Uh, we will be covering, uh, I don't even know what year it was. It doesn't matter. Um, 2012, 2013, something like, something that, like that. Yeah, It's about, t- it's about 10-ish years old. Yeah, 21 Jump Street will, will be the movie we kick off. Good movies based on TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> and then I promise, folks, we're done with the based on TV show. Then mediocre movies <laughs> based on TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> movies that should have been based on TV shows. <laughs> Uh, no, we're we're done with that run as as uh, the we as the remainder of the year comes along. So, uh, but yeah, twenty one Jump Street for next week to kick off mm-hmm. July. Um, social media wise, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Patreon link down below. Like, subscribe, comment. The goods. Just do that. Yes. Just do that stuff out of principle. Mm-hmm. Just help the help the algorithm. Even if you don't watch or listen to our show, this you're not hearing this. No, no, but but it's telepathically being seeded yes. in your brain. If you happen to stumble across the last couple minutes of this episode, yes. just like, subscribe, and comment. Just do it. Just do it all. I, we don't even care what you put. Just just put first. Everybody just put first. <laughs> It seems to be everyone's favorite comment first. 
I am I am commenting on right. this video. Just tell us what you had for breakfast. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. How'd that colonoscopy go? Yeah. I did see. Not that it matters to us because we're so far away. But they um they uh, they lowered the monetization YouTube standards. Oh yeah. Like it used to be like you need a thousand subscribers and. 4,000 views or I don't know, something crazy like that more than that to actually like start running ads on your channel mm. but they've cut that in half to start running like super chat donations and you know like okay. if, uh, which again we're we're nowhere close to and that's okay um, <laughs> but you can by, by, by the way folks this this episode of uh, let's talk about flicks is brought to you by maxwell house coffee it is yeah so uh <laughs> the best part of waking up is maxwell house in your cup that's, how, that's exactly <laughs> how the jingle goes <laughs> uh looking at it like this this month uh looking at youtube views real quick uh wild wild west had 23 views Okay. Masters of the Universe had thirteen, and Land of the Lost had twenty-three. So okay, and we had we had one, we had one like, and uh, one dislike on the Masters of the Universe episode. Oh no! So we actually had some interaction, and it's at a fifty percent. Um, <laughs> How could you not like our Masters of the Universe? I don't episode? know, but I'm, I'm scrolling through real quick. That uh, Conan the Barbarian had sixty-one views with oh. six likes and one dislike. That's the only other one so far that's under 100%. Oh, Drop Dead Gorgeous had one like and one dislike. Okay. And, uh... A new, <laughs> episode 9, A New Year's Resolution, has has <laughs> zero interaction. Eight views, no likes or dislikes. Um, and that's it. Like, everything else has at least one like. So, like... Our, we're at 100% on vast majority of our episodes. We're doing great. They're all that good. We're doing great work. Great work, according to the one or two people that have liked our episodes. <laughs> but that's not why we do this. So, uh, But, yeah, that's that's where we're at on the analytics. You've hit the analytic portion of the show. Algorithm. Uh, we have, overall, 129 views in the last 28 days. Lifetime. That's a good number. Lifetime, 1,683 views and 46 subscribers. Conan the, Bar Conan the Barbarian is our number one episode, followed by Batman, the 1966. Mm. And uh, any guesses what the number three episode is? I remember talking about this way back. Uh, it was what, what that, uh, that Ron Swanson music movie. What was that called? Oh, uh, yeah. Hearts Beat Loud. Yeah, hearts beat. I know that one was getting surprisingly more more views. Not even top ten anymore. No, no. really. Number. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a Christmas Prince. Uh, uh. Dracula dead and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> People love low grade uh, Mel Brooks. Fifty four views. I got a feeling though. There's probably not a lot of other Dracula dead and loving it content out there. No. So for those people who are just diehards stands of that movie, that we we really uh, we're really in their wheelhouse. That probably explains why Ricky O. The story of Ricky is number four. <laughs> I get not a lot of content. Yeah, fifty three views. Like there now. Granted, now granted, this kind of puts us in a hole here. Um, the average viewing duration of Ricky O. is fifty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, our audience listens, has watched 
an average of 1.6% of that episode. Nice. 52 seconds. That's that's li- all you need. That's like literally long enough to, for us to go, hey, Oz, hey, Curtis, what are we watching this week? <laughs> People tune in for the movie marriage and then leave. Yeah, that's it. That's all, that's all they need because that really you know gives you the synopsis of the movie. Yeah. It's just our movie marriage. Right. And they're like, okay, I've seen those movies, so I'm going to go. They, they listen to the first half of the jingle and then they're out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's it's. It is what it is. So maybe people think the jingle is like the closing credits, and they're they like, might, "Okay, that's it, done." Oh yeah, <laughs> marriages, wedding, weddings are fun. So let's do yeah. that. And then who wants to stick around for the actual marriage? Um, we should just, we should just, we should turn those movie marriages into uh, like it was like reels and like shorts and stuff. But we could, yeah. And then put those on as YouTube shorts and watch, yeah. watch them explode, skyrocket, yeah, through the roof. So, plus, to be honest, we operate on old people social media. We do. Yeah. Like, we're not on TikTok. We're not on Snapchat. No, no snaps. No, mast- no. no mastodon. No truth social. No. That's probably where, <laughs> that's probably where yeah. all, of our, all of our viewers left to. Yeah, they're all on truth, show, truth social. Which means they are not liking our Dukes of Hazard. They're not liking our... <laughs> like, why is he knocking... Why is he knocking guys dressed in a drag? That's funny. So, um, well, that wraps up another month. Yep. By June, buy, buy bad movies based on TV shows. I'm tired, sleep, get hungry, eat something. <laughs> eat something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> so, uh, but now we will be nat- back next week with 21 mm. Jump Street. So, for another episode of Let's Talk About Flicks, I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>